This is MP on the mic on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. 10-19, it's a Monday morning, Misery Monday slash We Stop the Tush Push Monday for the Washington Commanders. Yesterday, uh, I was on 910 The Fan's live post-game show. It's the Gut Check with Howard Gutman and Colin Gutman. Had a great time with them. Uh, great segment. We're going to tee that up for you now and uh, let you listen into a little bit of our conversation. This was the gut check yesterday. You can hear it after games right here on 910 The Fan. What did we just witness and what do you make of today's loss? Yeah, great to be here. And uh, I, I don't, I mean, you, you say that there were great steps forward for Sam Howell, right? And there were. There were steps forward for Eric Bieniemy in the offensive line. Some quick play calls. They got moving. They, they struck fast. Uh, but it's, Howard, I keep coming back to this. It's year four for this defense. It's year four for Jack Del Rio. It's year four for Ron Rivera. It's year four for a lot of the players, and they're allowing touchdowns where they just melt down in coverage. They're allowing touchdowns by inexplicably allowing Emmanuel Forbes to guard the guy who may be the best receiver in the entire National Football League, A.J. Brown. I don't understand why we're still here. This was They forced two takeaways inside the three-yard line. It basically took two Philly scores off the board. That should be good enough on a day when your offense puts up 31 points. It was not. Michael, um, on the front of Sam Howell, I think the question that, that I have certainly is one sack today and one intentional grounding, only one sack in the second half last week. There were two major offensive line changes that happened today. And while it's hard to untangle Sam Howell's progress from Eric Bieniemy's play calling from the play of the line, from no impact at all to the entire impact, how would you rate the change to Tyler Larson and Chris Paul as compared to Nick Gates and Sadiq Charles in terms of the the quality pass protection today? Yeah, and you nailed it. And Bienemy did them a lot of favors by obviously getting Sam Howell on the move. Uh, we had a couple nice runs there, uh, getting him some quick, quick action there. Curtis Samuel is the biggest beneficiary of that. Uh, we did not get an update on his injured toe. He left the game with a toe injury. That's potentially a major one. That's going to be a one to keep an eye on because Curtis Samuel really helps this offense go in those quick sets. I love Brian Robinson as a passer. I just in the locker room talking with him. I said, hey, are, are people still sleeping on you as a guy who can catch the foot? I said, I, I just I'm looking forward to having more opportunities to show people what I can do. It's clearly something he's been working on, all of which is a roundabout way to say it's it's hard to say how Nick Gates would have done last week if this had been the play calling. I think they probably would have left New York with a win. That said, Tyler Larson, veteran guy, knows what this coaching staff wants, provided what this coaching staff wants. Uh, I think that change was a positive. Y you had a couple issues with Chris Paul, though. I think this is going to come under the microscope this week. We had just that wacky sequence there where the referee microphone didn't work. One of the things that happened there, they had the second and 10 where they gained about six yards. Uh, it was third and four, and then they pulled it back, made it a second and 15 that's when Hal threw his interception that was an ineligible man downfield on Chris Paul it looked like it was a run pass option it looked like Paul thought they were going to run the ball uh and, and instead he pulled it back and he passed it Paul was already downfield he was the ineligible uh very very lucky Joey Sly connected from 61 because if Joey Sly misses that 61 yarder guys uh Chris Paul's the one we're pointing at has taken three points off the board there we have the vaunted defensive line of four first-round draft choices. Every time when they have a bad game against Jalen Hurts, it's because 
They can't tee off. They can't rush because he's elusive. If they, they take a rush lane, he'll go around him and scramble. He was on one leg today. He could not run. He could not run at all. And yet no pressure. There's two official sacks. Casey two, he'll got him one yard line, one yard behind the line of scrimmage when he was running forward on one leg. He fell down when Montez Sweat was in the vicinity. There was no pass rush. Um, what has happened to our pass rush is the problem with our pass defense, the line, the secondary, or both. Yeah, and I have no problems with them trading somebody after after that showing today as we go towards the trade deadline. You know, you keep hearing, that's good enough. You don't need to blitz. You don't need to bring people. Well, they need to blitz. They need to bring people. They need to do something because uh, they do have a lot of talent up there, but the system's not catering to it right now. It's a very big issue for this the defensive line. And, you know, look, you've got some talent. You, you Obviously, nobody's going to deny Montez's sweat's talent, Chase Young's talent. But as you come near this trade deadline, you've got to ask yourself, are they producing at a level commensurate with what you've invested in them? Uh, I tend to agree with you, Howard. I, I just don't think they are. One thing I noticed schematically on the defense, and I'm wondering if you saw this too or had any thoughts on it, is that we did blitz today, perhaps a little bit more than in the past, but the blitzes seemed late arriving. It seemed like we were so intent on dis disguising the blitz, right, and having it come from guys who were deep that the ball was getting out as the blitz was getting there. Were you were you seeing that, or is it simply that David Mayo is that slow when he blitzes? <laughs> what? Hey, let's not rule out a both and here. Yeah, definitely <laughs> a situation where both could be true. I definitely agree with what was said initially, though. Jalen Hurts didn't look right today, and he wasn't on the injury report, but put whatever stock you want into that. He clearly was not himself. He clearly was not full health today. You, you turn them over twice inside the three. That's a game you need to win. That's a game you need to find to put away because you, you do match up well against these guys. It is a situation where they've matched up well against Philly historically. They did again today. They made some nice plays, uh, but, but for the defensive line to not create pressure, um, to allow some of those touchdowns, uh, to allow some of those third down conversions. Uh, you know, it was not not a great day for the defense. Uh, we've just had too many of those here in year four with Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio and, and all right in the Washington Times it, it, for my, my article. I mean, look, I think we all know ownership is ready to make changes. I think this just secures that this is not a group that can evolve and progress as the season goes on. I think that's something we're struggling with right now is, is seeing that progression seeing that evolution i saw it today from eric the i saw it today from the offense they took what went wrong last week they made it better they corrected it they played a better game howard the defense hasn't done that so uh, the question is where do they go from here it is likely next sunday rolls around and and one of their leading leading uh, players is no longer there that could be red as throwing in the towel although it's not it's just realistic because they can sign both we get here till next Sunday. We're three and five. We are not playing one of the top teams in the league. New England is like Atlanta. They can beat anyone, but they're certainly beatable. Do you think this team is the kind of character, the kind of leadership, and the kind of coaching where we will show up next week? Or if Montez Sweat or Chase Young are gone and we're on the road in New England, we're going to start cratering for the rest of the year. And let's not forget, that's a very well-coached outfit in New England. They're going to be coming at Sam Howell. This could be the biggest test of Sam Howell's young career next week in New England. Bill Belichick, no, you get him at a whiteboard, he knows how to draw up a blitz. He's very good at that. This will be a big test of Sam Howell, his ability 
to adapt, to learn, to process as an NFL player because Bill Belichick is going to throw everything at him. I will say this, a tremendous opportunity for the defense, for Emmanuel Forbes, for Benjamin St. Juice, for these guys. They are better than the New England Patriots. Full stop, period. They are better than the New England Patriots. Uh, more talented defensively than the Patriots are offensively. Uh, you know, going into the Giants game, you said, hey, you know, that this will be a real evaluation of if they can out talent the the Giants and, and you know they hold them to 14. Nobody was grumbling after that. Gotta hold them to 14 or less next week. And then after that, you got to take care of business. So Michael, so many of these assistant coaches, and I think this is something that can't be lost, have either been internal promotions or come out of nowhere. Whether it's Brent Vizelmeyer, Tavita Pritchard, uh, Travell Wharton, uh, if this staff does get run out from from being around the team, do you have a feeling that any of these guys are in demand around the league, or or that maybe part of the problem here is that we've got you know a weak assistant coaching staff that you know maybe those guys don't have the the resumes to be in the seats they're in. Well, that's one way to avoid the the 2013 problem, right? They always show that graphic, all those assistant coaches who are NFL head coaches now. I, I, I don't foresee that being a grab. Oh, my goodness. Look at the 2023 Washington Commanders. They're all around the league. No, honestly, you got issues with who would be the interim coach if you moved Ron midway through the year. I don't think anybody would be enthusiastic about Jack Del Rio taking the job. I think Eric Bieniemy's got his hands full with Sam Howell in the offense. And I don't know that they're logical candidates down the line, Howard. Uh, the Gut Check on 910 The Fan after every game. Great chatting with those guys. We'll take a break. Step aside. Be back with more. It's MP on the mic. 910 The Fan now at 105.1 FM.